BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Today's episode is brought to you by Xfinity. Xfinity doesn't just give you Wi-Fi, they give you XFi. It's reliability, fast Wi-Fi for all your streaming needs. Whether you're gaming online or streaming movies, you need reliability and fast Wi-Fi speeds. Xfinity gives you the speed coverage and control you need for the ultimate in-home Wi-Fi experience. At Sci-Fi Wire, we're used to breaking news at crazy speeds. We know fast when we see it. This is beyond Wi-Fi. This is XFi. citizens of Earth and all beings, both extraterrestrial and interdimensional. My name is Danny Roth, and this is Who Won the Week, Sci-Fi Wire's podcast dedicated to the top stories from the week in geek. I am joined this week by my co-hosts and friends, the Blurred Girl, Kara Mahorn, and Sci-Fi Wire's own editor-in-chief, Adam Swiderski. Yo. Hello. Now we can talk normally. (laughs) That's how I talk. Yo. How dare you. What? Yeah, this is also how I talk all of the time. I know. Movie Believe phone, me, it's inc- it's, it's like nails on a chalkboard for those the rest of us oh. every single day. <laughs> Thank you. Flames on the side of my face. Whoever the regular listeners are are gonna wonder what it is along with me that makes me so hateable uh, to Adam specifically. No, the regular listeners are probably pretty aware. That's what I'm oh, saying. What it's makes it's you the hateable. new listeners. That are exactly, confused. the new listeners are gonna be like. <laughs> But they'll get it. They'll get it soon. Yeah, does Don't he worry. really hate him? And the answer is yes. There's a reason why my <laughs> therapy falls immediately after the podcast every week. I love you, man. Uh-huh. I'm just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Um, so, gosh, it's it's the week before Avengers Endgame, isn't it? What's that? It, yeah, it's a thing. It's a little movie. Oh. I mean, there's. It's. I was surprised. I thought for sure that absolutely nothing was going to happen this week. I thought it was going to be just dead quiet except for build up for... Avengers Endgame. I mean, we have so gotten like enormous. 300 trailers for it. But. Yeah, but I didn't think anything else was going to happen. But in fact, no. The world does keep it, no, spinning. No, and it was actually a really good week for things to happen, I think, because a lot of... Oh, eyes were on the, the world of nerdy yeah, media. Yeah, and you know, a lot of other things have cleared the decks, and so certain other things can step up and be like, hey, remember us? We're still cool, too. Yep. I don't know how cool they actually are, but, but yeah. attempts have been made. Oh wow! Indeed. Um, so yeah, there's there's still Star Wars stuff to talk about. Last week we didn't get a chance to talk about the trailer because it dropped after we were done. Yep. Um, and there's a lot of Star Wars stuff that's happened since. There's Game of Thrones that's back. A little bit. Uh, a couple of trailers dropped. We can talk about those. Uh, I might even mention in passing that the fact that there's a new Sony console coming out. We'll we'll we'll, we'll figure it out as we go. Um, but we do this and, thing at the top an of insane new game to play it on. Oh, yeah. Play on uh, it, rather. We do this thing at the top of every show where we talk about things that we're personally geeking out about. I guess we'll continue doing we it. We should. All right. Adam. Yes. Since you said we should. Yeah. What are you geeking out about? I am going to give it up for the back half of Sabrina. Oh, I was like, where's he going with this? No, because <laughs> I, after we talked about Sabrina last week, I had watched four episodes, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to finish it out. And boy, howdy, is the back half of Sabrina's season two good okay i'm not there yet and I, intense I finish this weekend. and like all the plot that you know we were like oh the first half of the season there's not much going on there's just a lot of stuff floating around they so they doubled the amount of stuff that goes down in the second half of the season and it's great i i really really enjoyed it and not even watching it for work and i don't you know i'm not a binge person anymore but i i kind of blitzed through that uh pretty hard after last weekend so yeah uh I don't know. It's just it's it, and it, at the end of season two, if you thought there was a paradigm shift at the end of season one with Sabrina, you know, turning away a bit from her mortal life and going into the Academy of the Unseen Arts, at the end of season two, almost everything in the entire universe of the show is different. Like it is, oh, it is wow. a giant, giant sea change in in what's going on and and who's in what role, et cetera. And I don't want to say too much to spoil it in case anyone's still watching, but uh, 
you know, mildly frustrated as I was with the first half of the season for not moving things along, the second half of the season made up for it. So there you go. Sabrina. I think I'm going to finish it out this The Chilling Adventures of. Yeah, took only... Simply uh, because Adam liked it. Yeah, it only took two seasons for them to get to the place where I wish we had started. But sure. Um, Which is where? Well, I don't want to say you should finish watching it. Oh, oh, okay. uh, you should watch it for yourself. It's a spoiler but, uh, part. Okay. Yeah, I just I I feel that the show where it is now is where I wish we had just kind of ended at season one. I wish we began here. I get it. Oh, interesting. Um, I wish this was the starting place. I mean, I guess I could. I would have been fine with one season and then getting here. But um, I guess there are some things that they. It's so hard to talk about without spoiling anything. There are some things I don't think they could have just dropped us into. Sure, I mean certain character things. I'll I'll agree to. Right. I still don't know how I feel about the 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 Harvey Roz stuff. I just don't get any heat off of them. Maybe yeah. that'll change. Yeah, they they're really trying it, and they didn't um, do harmful stuff yet that I thought they would. I'll spoil that, but I don't really think that they're an exciting couple. Not that Harvey was really that exciting with Sabrina. No, either. but we all said that it felt a little forced. But I'm gonna I'll, I'll finish out this weekend. I will. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, to me, it's not that part of, that's a minor aspect of the show. It's not treated as this massive plot that we have to deeply delve into. It's just kind of like treated as incidental mm-hmm, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they're a couple now, and I could see. It's it, definitely it, a yeah. subplot. It's yeah, definitely, definitely not a main. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it a subplot because they don't, they really don't spend a lot of time with it at all. Ah. But yeah, so anyway, that's that's my thing. All right. Karima? Um, I'm geeking out because I got to do an exclusive interview with an indie comic creator that I, um, I'm a fan of, um, Sebastian A. Jones from Stranger Comics. He created a great indie comic called Niobe, which was co-created actually with actor and activist Amon Lissenberg, uh, uh, back in 2016 that dropped. He seemed like he came out of nowhere and then just started like every few months, um, I would say about twice a year, he would drop these volumes that were all in this world and hit, hit the Stranger Comics world. Every single comic is in the same universe, but he's got a bunch of different ones now. Um, there's The Untamed, which is the precursor to Niobe, Niobe, Dusu, Erethune, there's a bunch of them. And basically, <laughs> Deadline just quietly announced a couple weeks ago that the Asunda universe has been um, optioned not optioned, acquired um, by HBO. HBO is definitely making good on their concept of... So it's f- assumed to be a show. Ah, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> um, and I was excited because I was. it's almost like, it's like, you know, you get excited when you know somebody who gets like, you know, a big thing. And then I saw these rumors floating around that like HBO now owns the characters. And I'm like, I know him. I'm like, Sebastian wouldn't do that. So hit him up, had a conversation, which turned into an interview, which actually at the end of the interview, we realized it was an exclusive because he, he dawned on us that him that he hadn't spoken to anybody else about this. So um, I have that over on my site, The Blur Girl, and it's I'm just really, really thrilled because he does retain the rights to all the characters are going to continue making comics, but HBO now has rights to, like, the television, you know, images and stuff like that. Amanda couldn't... She's too old to play Niobe now because she was, like, 13 or 14. I mean, 15 when they wrote it together and the character's 13, but there's all these other characters in the universe that... Uh, and the universe is expansive in the way that Game of Thrones is. So uh, I'm excited to see what happens. I really am. So, yeah, I'm geeking out about that. That's really nice. Yeah. What a nice thing that happened. It is. Well, that's that. <laughs> Why, like, at this point... All right. You just... You, I think you just enjoy... Well, no, I just... Ask, well, I don't know how to... Right, he wants to be wanted. Come well, no, on. I want to I get somebody just to... Well, the thing is, like, if I don't say that, then you won't say what's winning your week. How do you know that? Uh, because there's always this dead silence. Maybe I just like to pause for reflection before getting to you. I have to prepare myself. One day, it's I'm really great just... for podcasting, by the way. Long pauses, yes. long pregnant pauses. People so, love listening Danny, to those. I will not sleep tonight <laughs> unless I know what it is that you're geeking out. You know about. what? I don't want you to sleep tonight, oh, so you, you get son of a nothing. Here we go. Come um, on. One day, I'm going to shut you both down, and I'm going to just walk right over Danny and just start, go into the news yeah. thing without you. Just do it. Yes. Hit me. So Bring let's it. see. So first of all, um, there's a movie that's coming out this week that we decided not to talk about because it's a horror movie. Um, neither of my two co-hosts like, this horror, like horror in general. And uh, This one actually looked 
La 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 la, Yorona. So oh here's God. what happened. So this is it. So to me, I looked at it and it looked like one of them jump scare or James Wan joints, and I'm just personally kind of weary on them. I, it's not really where my preference lies anymore. So if I don't feel absolutely obligated, you know me, I'll, I like the thriller. Thriller. I'll try form and I'll try and get away from it. But um, when I suggested that we should maybe not bother with it this week um, in our Slack chat, none other than ed- Sci-Fi Wire's editor in chief and co-host of Who on the Week, Adam Swiderski, popped in with a parody of My Sharona called La Yorona. That's true. And it was, uh, it really did, it made my week. Oh. It no, was I a mean, delight. It, I laughed so hilarious. hard, and then I showed it to my wife, who then also laughed All those for mean really things I said about you, I take them back. No, it was a hilar- lot. Honestly, All it was I had so to funny. Do was kiss your ass. That's exactly oh it. It was so funny that I actually thought somebody hacked her account. But it was. <laughs> but Whoa. It was- <laughs> wow. Wow. Jeez. So we have one end and we have the other. My God. <laughs> I guess so. But um, it was very. It was very. So funny. that was good. But uh, I was going to say I went down to um, my place of former employment, uh, Forbidden Planet, because it celebrated uh, an anniversary. It's been thirty-eight years. I always like when it celebrates a birthday because this is cool. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's been 38 years since you worked there. I'm like, what no, are you, it's, 72? It's, it's, 30, <laughs> so it's, it's it's 38th birthday. It's the 38th anniversary of oh, the original okay. store opening. And uh, yeah, I like this. There's two and a half weeks of time where in Forbidden Planet and I are the same age before I outpace it again. But um, but we're both 38 right now, and that's nice. And I went down. I saw Aww. my friends that are still there, and I got a, a new T-shirt uh, which was pretty which cool. she's wearing. It's very cute. Yeah, it's nice. It's a really cool new design that they just released in time for the anniversary. And uh, and I picked up a copy of the New Xena comic, number one. Vida! Uh, that's, you know, Dynamite Comics. Vida Ayala, written by Art Olympia Sweetman. Colors, Rebecca Nalti. Letters, Ariana Mayer. And uh, edited by Nate Cosby. I'm going to read all those names out because that's what you should do with a comic book. Uh, it's real good. Um, if you like Xena, and I know you do because everybody loves Xena, um, you'll like it. It's it's like the Xena you know, but more brown and more gay. And those hey, are two things you that you want from Xena. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like Vita. Um, the- That's it. Make it brown, make it gay. Vita, um, you did it again. But also in indie comic world and Vita, Vita's got like just dropping them out. She's also uh, Livewire. Her Livewire has dropped again. And, and also Shuri. Her Shuri comic dropped this week. So that, they've been a, very, very, very busy comic book creator, comic book writer. Yep, and there's the one of the black spinoff series also. Yes, uh, no yeah, shortage. Actually, no shortage. yeah, no, I forgot they were doing another one for the the black series. That series is building up also. So yeah, indie comics is really <laughs> there's a lot being done right now. I'm waiting for the live wire movie though. Yeah, and the Xena remake. Mm, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I would like. To I s- hope if it happens, then 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 I hope Vita writes it. There you go. <laughs> okay. So, we missed Star Wars last time, but we're not going to miss it this time. No. Nope. That's right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Star Wars, shall we? We've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now, but this is your fight. I just, just very quickly. Did you cry? Did I cry at the trailer? Because there are some people at sci-fi who cried. I definitely felt uh, feelings in the place where people cried. I did. I have listen. I've got a Carrie Fisher uh, picture on my on my wall, a big ass thing that's 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 in a nice frame and everything. I spent a lot of money on it, um, so yeah, of course I felt something when I oh, saw I thought, her I on the screen. hug. Yeah, yeah, that was intense. The trailer's fine. It's good. Yeah. It's a trailer. I mean, it was a teaser trailer. Well, it, you know, I mean, so the, there were a couple of big things we got out of this trailer, right? Uh, you know, we see some cool action and all that stuff, and that's great. I mean, we hear Luke talking. So I think we can all surmise that Force Ghostage is going to happen. Unless it was mm-hmm. Chucky. Unless it sure was Chucky. It, Chucky, it might right. have been Chucky. Well, a few things. <laughs> uh, and then the biggest possible reveal or reveal something is that we hear Emperor Palpatine's cackle at the end. Which was confusing. Right. And <laughs> Yeah, so, a lot of people thought that that was not him. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of people thought it was... Um, the Joker. Snoke? No, or- Sno- Snoke. They thought it was, but I'm like, he got chopped in half. Yeah, but so maybe that was all is, part of his master plan. Was it Snoke? Right. Was nope. it him? Snope. Snope. Anyway. Snope, Snoke, Snopes. I think it was the Emperor. It sounded like the ah, Emperor. I mean, at this okay. point, I think it's pretty well known that that's, that's who it is. Yeah, so what does that mean? How is he going to show up? I was a little disappointed in that because 
as much as I want to withhold judgment, I really wish they could let the past die, kill it if you have to. Oh, you mean not. the thing the I villain said? Do you want to do what yes, the villain I said? I do. I do. Okay. Hashtag Kylo was right. But um, <laughs> hashtag woof. Yeah. But I think that, um, I don't know. I mean, I, it's my gut reaction initially to just be like, no. But then I, you know, I was talking to someone in the internet comment section, believe it or not. And they were like, you know, let's see. Let's see what happens. And I was like, you know, you're right. It's the first teaser. There's so little detail revealed. Maybe it'll be really cool with what they do. Who knows? But the best part of the trailer to come out for me was <laughs> that we see Lando flying the Millennium Falcon and then the meme that came out of that. Yes. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Where it's like the scene from Solo mm-hmm. where uh, Donald Glover's Lando is like, I'm getting my ship back. And Han Solo, Alden Ehrenreich's Han Solo says, over my dead body. And then it's the shot of Lando like smiling of as he's flying the Millennium Lando. Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, wow, was that's epic. a sick burn, Han. And they got it. And they did it quick because I think I saw that like yeah, right after I saw yeah, the trailer. Yeah, that was I got a, I got a lot of laughs out of that one. That's mean. But of course, and the other big reveal from the trailer, The Rise of Skywalker, is the name of the, the name, episode. Yeah. yeah, people don't like it. I don't, you don't like it. I don't like it. What the hell does it mean? I mean, we have to wait till the movie but to I find mean, out I think what it means. But that's the part of the teaser. I but I think, they, but that's been... not, but the other movies weren't like that. The Empire Strikes Back. You don't have to know what the, what the heck's going on in, in the actual What does the Force film. Awakens mean? What does The Last Jedi mean? It, it means we more didn't than know The what Rise the last of Jedi Skywalker. Meant. It's like, what if it was like The Rise of Jones? Like, it just doesn't... Well, here's the question. The Rise it, of Jonesy, I would no, watch. The Alien, is, is The Rise name? of Jonesy. Is it a name or were you going to find out that way back when it was a designation? That's what everybody's saying. I think that's a little too galaxy brain for what it's actually going to be. J.J. is not that kind of <laughs> He's not that writer, brain. director. <laughs> I he just, doesn't do deep cuts like that. I just, it doesn't, it doesn't roll off the tongue for me in the way that The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, all of those kind of have this poetry to them that the rise of Skywalker to me does not. It feels a little clunky. Too many syllables. It's only a title, so whatever at the end of the day. Yeah, it doesn't sound as good as the Star Wars holiday special. I mean, The Phantom Menace is a great title, I think. It is a great title. title. And not my favorite movie. So, you know, I'm not going to let that. Is it a worse title than Attack of the Clones? No. I would rank it second after Attack Attack of the the Clones Clones is still the worst. Attack of the Clones is the worst. Title or movie? Rise of Skywalker. Oof. I mean, I also <laughs> title hate that definitely. Movie. There's a really this was back before YouTube, I think, but there was a really great video of Ewan McGregor was on the red carpet for another film when he found it, when the reporter asked him, "Oh yes, what the what he thought of the title Attack of the Clones," and he had not heard it up to that point, and his reaction is hilarious because he, like, he just can't believe it. He's like, "What? That's the title?" <laughs> and he starts telling Nicole Kidman, who is I think it might have been Moulin Rouge or something yeah. that they were on the red carpet for, and they were on you know. And she's like, what, really? Like, they have this big, it's what the F moment. It's really, really funny. But that was a long time ago. Anyway. I remember that, though. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't love the title, but it's only a title. So who knows? It could be an amazing movie, and, and I'll love the title later. Yeah, but something yeah. that uh, that came out later that, whew, whew. Oh, yeah. Whew. Okay. Whew. Okay. So this is, this is not, not I don't okay, believe it's it, winning anybody. Okay, right, before that, I, I just wanted to say, emotionally for me, I really, really loved the trailer, I loved seeing. I, I think for me, the two moments were the jump that she did because it was like a nice, good lead up, and then obviously yeah. seeing all the seeing everybody on that hill and going, "Okay, they're putting the band back together," and hearing Mark Hamill's voice explaining, "Like, okay, it's going to take all of you to save us," and then wondering, you know, where in the universe they were. I know it's a teaser or whatever, but em- I, emotionally, I think I had the same thing that you had, where her hug did it for me. Yeah, I mean, but again. I'm a Star Wars fan that I'm not this. None of the movies are going to like make or break me. I'm not that fan. I am a, I enjoy, I can go to just about any Star Wars movie except for Phantom Menace and enjoy myself. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to see. I, I really got the feeling from the title that Skywalker was the designation, yeah. but we'll see. I mean, and let me, t- let me say this. Let me press a, preface all of this. Like, I have Star Wars fatigue, but it's not fatigue about the films. It's fatigue about arguing about the films yeah. and talking about the films and caring so much that you get angry about the films. Like, yeah. I I cannot tell you how little I want to ever get in another Star Wars argument again. Well, so, you're off Twitter. So I know. You should be able to so avoid that that's, Yeah, that's now. the first step. But it's just like, <laughs> man, it, and it already started, and this is part of what Danny's going to get into is part of the reason why, and it's just like, no, no, just, it's a movie. So I think I avoided this part of the internet. What happened? Yeah, there was an interview. They asked J.J. Abrams um, what 
you know, his thoughts were basically on the situation with Ray uh, not having parents that are related to anybody from the franchise. And if that was going to change. I never believed Kylo when he said that, but okay. And uh, and he said, I will say that we knew going into this that this movie, it had to be a satisfying conclusion. And we were well aware that that's one of the things that's sort of been out there. And I don't want to say that what happens in episode eight didn't happen. We've honored that. But I will say that there is more to the story than you've seen. There's more to the story than you've seen. That's the, that is the, that is the every headline, mm-hmm. um, every clickbaity article had sure. this quote. Now, maybe you didn't believe Kylo Ren when he I said never that. Believed, I didn't, I don't believe a I don't understand why anybody believes him. Because it makes for a much, much more compelling story. If in my she opinion. doesn't have, if she That's doesn't right. have any. Oh, but I mean, so let's, but, let's, but my whole thing is, it, it didn't matter to me who her parents were, but I thought in the, I'm just literally talking about the moment of the scene when he said it. And he was like, your parents were normal people. They're nobody. I was like, why are you believing this dude? But it doesn't matter to me whether or not she's a Skywalker or not. I just felt from that move in that scene. I, I think just because it. she was searching her feelings and she knew it to be true. That's the mm-hmm. whole old Star Wars thing, you know, like you, the the truth you don't want to believe and you have to believe it. And it's it, it's a great mirror to Luke's right, cause it, story. Is it, isn't it? It's not really even the well, then, thing that, then, that he says because he goes, he goes, say it. Then maybe the you've kid, known, you've known all along, and she says they're nobody. Right, exactly. But maybe it's maybe it's the kid with the broom at the end. Who uh, knows? That's, that's her parent. Yeah, a child. <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, I, I don't mean to sound that. Dismissive, my reaction but, to yeah. this news was not to this statement is not the best, and this is where I think a lot of the arguing starts around because there are a lot of people out there who would for whom it would be the greatest thing in the world if J.J. Abrams took. Many, many things that happened in episode eight and totally retconned them or changed them or made them not valid or not, you know, whatever. And I am in the opposite camp. I love The Last Jedi. I love the way it defied our expectations. I love the way the fact that Ray's parents finds out her has to accept the unpleasant truth that her parents are no one is a great mirror to Luke's having to accept the unpleasant truth that his father is Darth Vader. I love the message that you don't have to come from any sort of special background to change the galaxy and make a difference in this fight for, for versus good and evil. I think it's a very important message for our current world that we live in now. And I really, I mean, you know, who knows, but I just really hope they don't nerf that message in, yeah. in this movie. I mean, it, w- it would really make me sad. Look, it's a Star Wars movie. I get it. And I also was disappointed when I heard this and started hearing rumors that, you know, maybe she was somehow created by the emperor or whatever. Yeah, I heard that. That that one is really a stretch. That was that was the that was so much of a stretch now with the teaser. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Maybe that's the deal. I don't know. I know what I would prefer. But here's the thing. I refuse to be the opposite extreme of a person who goes on YouTube and chops the head off of Rose Tico figures. Of course. Like a, like a psychopathic preschooler. I'm not doing that. I refuse, if they decide that they want to change Ray's parentage and have her be somehow related to or originated from another character, if that's the thing that they really want to do, I'm not going to have a, a fit about it, and I hope that nobody does. Yeah, it's I just agree not, with that. It's just not worth I it. I mean, I'm not going to have a fit either. It's just I can, it'll it'll be something about the movie that disappoints me and that I don't like, and I'm very comfortable saying that. I like, hope, it'll be, I hope it'll, it's It'll a... really affect my ability to enjoy that story, and I mean, but that's there's a vast difference between saying that and going and, you know, burning J.J. <laughs> Abrams in effigy because he... <laughs> Hurt my precious Fifi's. Yeah, know, I mean, I, come on, man. This is not Star Trek into darkness. Come on. Oh, That's my right. God. I mean, honestly, I just hope it, it's a media tour. It's media press. He's, you know, media and stuff. I, I hope that it's a bait and switch. He doesn't touch Ray. And he's like referring to another character. That's what I hope. Because yeah. what would really piss them off is if it's oh, like well, I think it was. I think it was. I was talking to our <laughs> features editor, Jordan, the other day. And I think what he said was, I hope that they're even more nobody. I hope they just revealed that they're just even worse Right. Then, then you heard, and I said, "Yeah, wouldn't it be great?" It was if a one night stand. They uh, that led to Ray's uh, 
conception. They, they actually were the people that 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 made the third and fourth uh, Christopher Reeve Superman movies, or uh, they made the Nintendo. Hey, Superman Boy. three is not that bad and Pretty, has its moments. It has a moment. It has several moments. It I has, don't want to listen. Here's listen. the thing: we have a limited amount of time on this podcast. Uh, do you I'm really want to engage in 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 uh, a fight over Superman three? I absolutely do, but we should not. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm what sorry. I, what I'm sorry, I want Richard and what Pryor, we should do gonna... are two different things. Okay. Um, yeah. So that happened, and then there's Mandalorian. They released footage that, if you weren't at Star Wars Celebration, you didn't see. You did not yeah. see. But the Which reaction seemed overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, they showed pictures. The pictures looked cool. The interesting thing I read about it was that Pedro Pascal, who plays the titular Mandalorian, had his helmet on the entire time, even in dialogue scenes, all that stuff. And I think that's really interesting. And to see if they that's something they just do, because I was thinking about this because we were going through this whole 22 days of Marvel thing. And so I'm rewatching a lot of Marvel movies and they always find a way to get the actor out of their mask or hood or whatever thing they have covering their head. I mean, you know, Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther had that thing that could form and unform mm-hmm. at will. And. Spider-Man takes his his mask all off, off all yeah. the damn time. And so it's like, and even because Vision. you have this actor and there's a lot that you, it's, it's very hard to convey anything if you're not, you don't have a facial expression and you don't have the person's ability to act with their face. So if they may, if, if him never taking his ma- his helmet off is a thing for this show, that's going to be a really interesting uh, test of, 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 I guess, Pedro Pascal's mask work and how well he does with that. Or maybe they'll wait a really long time, like, not have to take it off to the yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's all like the first episode. So who knows? There could be a million scenes where he takes it off, but not yeah. in anything they showed so far. I saw some interesting shots of Carl Weathers and Gina Carano. Um, I'm actually very happy that John Favreau is involved because he's like a fan's fan. Yeah, like he basically, you know, what he did with Iron Man and the MCU. And um, for those of you who don't know who John Favreau is, he plays Happy in Iron Man, but he actually directed um, the very first one. In the MCU. Um, I like to think of him as Rachel's, uh, or no, Monica's MMA boyfriend yes. in Friends. <laughs> uh, I, I think yes. of him as the director of Go. Yeah, of course. Oh, wow. Wait, um, no, he didn't direct Go. Doug Lyman directed Go. Wait, which one did I thought he did? Put, no. He did... Um, he directed the second one that he did with Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. What was that one called? Uh, what the hell is that called? Made. Oh, okay. Jeez, why yeah. did I get that wrong? Yeah. Doug Lyman directed that, I never yeah, I was thinking of him in Swingers in that terrifying well, yeah. film Also directed scene. by Doug he Lyman. He also directed, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then all the the characters that I heard were spotted. Um, and I was, before the podcast, we were talking about this. I thought people were saying they saw IG-88. You corrected me. It's not it's, IG. It's IG-11. IG-11. So you got 77 more IGs to go. <laughs> Although he's after IG, because this is, takes place after Returning the Jedi, so maybe they're counting down. Backwards? And yeah. eventually we get to IG-0, and, and then, then you gotta, it. You just got to just do a new version? And then it's like Y2K. There's a <laughs> For those of you who, you who weren't born yet, the Y2K bug was this thing that happened where it seemed like the world was going to shut down, but it didn't. Yeah, and in January 1st, the year 2000. Yeah. yeah. A lot but of the really IG line movies. will shut down when they get to zero. That's my prediction. All right. Uh-huh. You heard it here first. That's a cool concept. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be against it. And it's dropping November 12th on, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. My favorite part of it, Werner Herzog. Yes, Werner Herzog. Yeah, Werner Herzog is in a Star Wars property. <laughs> Makes me so happy. You have no idea. It's so weird. Like, he's such a weird guy, and he's in Star Wars now, and that's so awesome. Didn't seem inevitable to you? I know. I always knew that day was going to come. I, I, more power to you, man. I, I know I was, everything. It's just so exciting. It's like when it comes to Werner Herzog, I yeah. always know just uh, what he can bring to the table. It's like there are certain actors who just bring, like Christopher Lee was another one of them who just brings something to the screen just by the virtue of being themselves. And yep. Werner Herzog is that guy. All right. So there's lots of other topics, but just very quickly, uh, somebody, uh, Lila Sturgis, who's a comic book artist, uh, many years, well known. Uh, asked on Twitter if Luke Skywalker died a virgin. Mark oh Hamill God. weighed in on this. <laughs> Danny's obsessed with this. And uh, he said, look, you know, like you can believe whatever you wish, but in my personal thing that I'm just making up right now, the answer is no. Uh, so here is, uh, here is my question. Does Luke Skywalker f- <laughs> More importantly, when? 
And with whom? And I, no, I said yes or this is a yes and or how? no question. Oh. Wait, the answer how, is yes. Wait, did you say yes, how? And how well? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I thought he was saying how. I was Not like, how well. like mechanically, but yeah, like, I was gonna how say. good would he be on a scale of <laughs> one to ten? Look, I'm well, just saying we've got a lot of other well, topics. So what I'm asking for is a... is a yes or a no. No. I don't I don't think they did. I think once he embraced the force and had a near miss with having sex with his sister. Uh, at that point, you just kind of like walk away from it. But here's the thing. How do we know he didn't have sex before he became a Jedi? Mm. He wasn't a teen. I mean, technically, he I'm pretty wasn't sure a he teenager. hadn't at that point. I mean, he the was, only woman around was Aunt Peru. So I, I don't, don't think that was really <laughs> happening. We don't know that he went, he took trips to the to the. Well, no, the canteen came later. I mean, right? I guess he did. He did go to Tashi Station and he could have run in. A, he must have been there at least once because he wanted to go there to get some power converters. So, oh, is that code? <laughs> no, I think that that like, power, power converters. converters. Although, if he's oh, going wow. in the company of his friend, whose name is Biggs, maybe he's not gonna, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, here's the fact a, that y'all are obsessed with this is what makes I'm me not laugh. really that obsessed with it. I, I just, don't think he does. I just like it. Look, here's the thing. I don't care what either of you say. Here's the reality: Luke Skywalker. That's it. All right, let's talk about Game of Thrones because there was the first new episode of the final season that aired. Everything you did brought you where you are now. Where you belong. Yeah, it was only an hour long. Yeah. People were so mad. Were they? Well, I yeah, wasn't mad was because so I was... Said, oh, I was too short. No, I wasn't mad that it was an hour. I was, ma- I was mad when I realized we were only getting, what is it, six episodes. Yeah. And then I found out that those episodes are all longer. Not all of them. Well, Next not, week is also an hour, an hour and then then there's like two 80 minute ones and then a no two well, an 80 minute one, a 70 minute one, and then a 80 minute one to finish, I think, or something like that. So yeah, it's usually an hour, so it didn't bother me. I just was yeah. more concerned with the shortness of the season. Well, and it didn't. I mean, I think the problem was it, it was a very typical season opening episode of Game of Thrones in which in that it moved a bunch of pieces around, but not a lot happened plot wise. There, yeah, one big thing almost, but like, okay, all right, let's talk about it. But it, I think it was very, it was very much a setup episode. It was like, let's move these people, and we're having these people cross paths who haven't crossed paths in a while, and or who have never interacted. And I believe that it moved the exact pieces that needed to be moved. Okay, there are things I, I don't that I believe had to happen, and then there was some stuff that I was not thinking was going to happen, and then yeah. did, and was delighted. You know, obviously the the entire episode belongs to Shade Queen Bran Stark. Well, the Stark clan in general is is like the, the clan of Shade. It, it is, it but, is. but Bran Sansa, really Sansa, does it. No, Sansa was throwing massive. I was going to say, yeah, but Sansa does it all the time. No, but listen, I actually tweeted out like the side eye in this in this episode is of epic proportions, yeah. and HBO retweeted me. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong because when Daenerys shows up, she's like. I don't care if you think she's cute. How are we feeding all these people? Yeah. Like, she had, honestly, Sansa had real questions of a real leader. And Daenerys, I'm not saying well, she's not a real but leader. some of it's those just, questions were coming from a place of oh, yeah. wanting to be the queen bee. Well, no. Honestly, no, I don't think it was that at all. She was annoyed not because to be she put queen. her trust. She had put her trust in John and had basically fought off all the people that were, you know, they're like, yo, where's yeah. our leader? And she said, trust in John, trust in John. And John comes back and has relinquished yeah. his title and given it to this chick he's never met. Yeah. And she's like, if you did this for some nookie, I will hurt you. It's the look yeah. she had on her face. But no, Brand Brand's appearance did launch a thousand memes coming out of this as well. Because he just happened to be everywhere you needed someone to yes. like look judgmentally at someone. Yes. You know what's really funny? He just though? pops up wherever you need that. I saw an interview with um, the actor Isaac Hempstead Wright, who plays Bran, and I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, and they were talking about that his kind of judgmental stare or whatever, and he had this hysterical response. Apparently, he's extremely nearsighted and doesn't wear contact lenses, so he can't see. So the dead stare is literally him just—he can't focus. That's right. <laughs> So I thought it was hilarious because he said... Um, but it's very effective. It is. Yeah. Um, Sansa, um, the actress who plays Sansa Stark, Dark Phoenix. Um, Sophie Turner. Sophie, Sophie Turner. Turner had said to him at one point, oh my God, you, when you look at me, it's like you're staring into my soul. And he's like, "I, thank you. I can't even see your face. But, <laughs> but I, So I thought that was hysterical. 
Yeah, so the pieces, the pieces that moved, I mean, we got one really nice emotional thing, I thought, uh, which is that uh, Arya and John have seen each other for the first time since, what, season one? Have they seen each other since then? I don't, I don't think so. they have since she, no, since she ran away. So it's been a minute. Um, so that was nice. That, that, that gave me some nice warm feelings in the, in the, in the cold North. I liked the Aria hound reunion better. That gave me warm, more warm feelings. That was funny. <laughs> oh yeah. I yeah. Did it. Just yeah. Cussing each other out. It's like, I missed you too. And you know, the look he gives her when she says that you know, he's like, you left, you left me for dead. And she's like, I also robbed you. And he's like, <laughs> You know, like the thumbs up. Nice. Hey, all right, that's not so bad. But and then I'm 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 now shipping Arya and Gendry. Oh yeah, super hard. When they were like, "Here, I'll show you my swords." That's right. Sure. Honestly, my little moment also was was the Northerners' reactions to oh Daenerys to, to no to the Unsullied and to oh yeah 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 <laughs> like it's like oh, okay yeah. like and it dawned on me no it's warmer down south they would never have seen. Brown people, and right. it was just. I mean, really certainly funny. we have not seen any brown people in in the north. Winterfell, before. no, but it, they hadn't happened. either. But the reactions that they had was actually, and then the looks that that Grey Worm and, and his girl gave each other yeah. were funny. But yeah, there was a lot of moments. I I don't know. I the other funny moment was uh, John trying to ride the dragon, and then the dragon stare. They really, <laughs> they really did a whole new world segment they there. Did. I as cool as it was to see John ride the dragon after. I think that segment went on a little too long. For me. Here's the other thing. It's like, I get it. I don't He's understand why John was so surprised or Daenerys didn't figure it out because dragons only allow Targaryens to Well, ride John didn't them. know he was a Targaryen at that time. So yeah, why, but he didn't, but Daenerys, why didn't Daenerys but go? But why didn't Daenerys what? figure it out? How because, does Daenerys know that? Because only did she Targaryens. Say that? But did she say, has, that been, has she had that knowledge established to her at any point in this show? I feel like her brother said that way back in the beginning, like, when they were talking about the she legends of the eggs and things. She just things. forgot. She's so forgetful. I mean, it's been eight seasons, That's you know, true. so I forgot. I Maybe she, she was just so excited. It. She thought, oh, yeah, okay. That's like, that's the, how she knows that it's okay to be involved with John is because the dragons approve. It's like, I you know, it's like my wife liked that, that her cat got along with me sure. and that's why we're married. <laughs> I got the cat's approval. And then her cat gave you the death stare when you were making out, like. The dragon that Death Stare was ep- epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually did do that. Because that's the it's thing. Like, he liked me, and then he really didn't like me. And now he likes me again. Yeah. But it took a while. My but internal that's how narration for that scene was just the dragon going like, hey, yeah, what are you guys doing? You, you guys making out? Right. That's cool. So this is what we're doing now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you know that the, the scene before that, before they get to the dragons, where they're just walking around and having a conversation, was co-directed by George Lucas? I did no, not I know did that. No, I did not know that. George Lucas came onto the set and gave notes. Of all scenes. Interesting. He was like, For can, can we change the script? Is actors, there any wow. sand around? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, I love sand. And then, uh, of course, the epicness is Bran and the ending. Oh. <laughs> the, the Jamie. Yeah, yeah Jamie yeah, showing up and turning around and it was like. And Bran, He's like, hey. And Bran's looking at him like, yeah, what's good? Yeah. <laughs> And him recognizing him like that well, and, is the kid oh, yeah, that Jamie, threw out Jamie the window. He, he's like, oh, yeah. that's great. But let me let me talk. The, I think my favorite moment in this, and and I mean, and not even in a memeification type of way, is when is Danny's conversation with Sam, uh, where yeah. she reveals that she killed both his father that, and and that <laughs> was hard to get no, through. Like, that, it was hard to get through. Uh, what's the name of that actor? I always uh, John Bradley. Yeah, he, his acting in that scene I thought was really really good because you the. It's the difference that you see in his face from when he finds out his father is dead to when he finds out his brother Brother's is dead, dead to what yeah. the whole thing means. And then, of course, he goes and tells John the big but secret. But his brother had to die so he could be on Umbrella Academy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. He got torched by a dragon and then got his body replaced with a space gorilla. So, you know, that's, that's what happens. As you do. Just normal things. But then, of course, the big reveal, of course, was Sam telling John about his parentage. Yeah, big deal. And John having to come to grips with what that means. And, you know, it was interesting because they focused very hard on, and that means you're the king and she's not the heir and all this stuff. And then, but no one kind of said, and also you're doing it with your aunt. I guess maybe nobody knows beyond no, I don't think they know. Tyrion, really. I think Sansa knows, but I think. Well, and Tyrion knows because he, oh, he was on the ship at the end yeah. of the last season when they were doing it. Got so. busy. Yeah, he was like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Holy shit! Anyway, nice. so uh, there's so there's a couple things that have sort of come out 
there's conversations that are happening. One is this idea that maybe the Night King is a misdirect and that really the big thing in the end is going to actually be um, between Danny and, and Jon Snow, that there's going to be a big Ooh. a big battle there. But the other thing, um, which I think is really interesting and I hadn't thought about until uh, I rewatched and looked at symbolism, you know that there's that scene where the, they find the, the, the kid... And he's he's up on the wall. It's a yes. message from the Night King. That and was he's, the scariest scene. I, I jumped out of my skin. Well, I saw that. I saw it coming, but it was perfect. It was so good. So like, yeah, Tormund goes and he looks at this dead kid up on the wall. And I saw as they were having the conversation, the eyes open. My wife saw that too. I didn't see it. I didn't and see and it I was like, oh shit. Seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it happened. I was like, yes, that's perfect. Because the thing is, whether you catch the eyes open or not, it's still because either it really scares you. Or you see the eyes open and you go, oh, because uh, yeah. then you know it's going to happen. The other thing that's really scary about that is that the, how the Night King keeps using that symbol. Like, I don't yeah. remember what season it was, but he did some okay. dead horses like but that. But let me tell you something. I, I, so here's the theory. If you look at that symbol, it looks very, it's like a very basic redoing of the Targaryen dragons where everything oh. lines up. It's kind of like a weird Targaryen. Like what they, so, saw, what they so saw in the cave? The rumor is that the Night King is is also a Targaryen. Interesting. And well, yeah, that's why he can ride a dead dragon. I don't oh, know. see that? Mm, <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, lot of theories there. So that's the other thing is that it's going to be uh, an all Targaryen three-way. I honestly think that it's going to be... A menage Targaryen. <laughs> yep. I think it's going to come down between Jon Snow and Daenerys... They're going to have to fight each other. One's going to kill the other, and then the Night King is going to bring that one back, and Ooh. they'll have to kill them again. See, That's- I think I still think that... Uh, what was the other thing that I heard that Cersei uh, wants to be with the Night King? Oh. Uh, well, she's got pretty bad taste already. She then. does the worst, the worst Look, taste. I was so upset that English she got... English Joshua Jackson is the- not... Uh, <laughs> A friend of mine, a friend of mine, pointed that out, and now I cannot unsee it. Now I can't. That either. the guy who plays Euron Greyjoy kind of looks like Pacey, and I, Euron Greyjoy cannot die fast enough. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was so upset that she didn't just lob his head off or have the the big guy stomp on him, and then I was like, wait, you really slept with him? Really? Well, she should. What she should have done is slept with him and then killed him. Just be like, I got what I wanted yeah. from you. Well, Bye. I think. But I think also, what I thought about also was the fact that she's already pregnant. And if she's, he, she wants Jamie to die, then she can just have this thing where like, oh, he's the father, then kill him. But there's no question of, oh, you had another child. Where's Maury Povich when you need him? I know, right? Yeah, yeah. You but I mean, like, you know, I mean, they, they, they pretend she's that, that Robert thinking... Baratheons, uh, that those kids were Baratheons for a while, right? Yeah. Like, and technically I'm... people still think that Robert Baratheon is the father because um, Maury is not around to, right. to say otherwise. But. Yeah, she could say that Euron Greyjoy is the is the father of this kid. In theory, I just here's the thing: I just need him to die. I and I want him, I want him to die in a, in a hilarious and embarrassing way. Like I don't the, I don't want him hands. to die as badly as I wanted uh, Littlefinger to die. That's still the best death in the history of of Game of Thrones. Yeah, just the way that went down. Still, just the most pleasing, satisfying. I've been waiting so long, and the day has come, and it's all worth it. Death in the history of Game of Thrones, but. Uh, yeah, Yaron Greyjoy sucks, and when he dies, I'll be pleased. I, want, I just want Yara to be the one who, to kill him. I really don't. I want either Yara or Cersei to kill him, but he, he needs to go. I think I even tweeted this. He's like that guy, that drunk guy at the bar that just won't leave. Yeah. It's like 2 a.m., you're trying to close up, and this is the guy that just will not leave. And he's still drunk, and he's just being belligerent, and you don't want to call the cops, but he's got to go. So I think, here's, here's my, I think the next episode is going to be preparing for the Battle of Winterfell. And then episode three, the hour and 20 minute one is going to be the battle of, Win- like all battle of Winterfell against the Night King and his minions. All right. Good theory. Good theory. That's my thought. That's where we're going. And I also think next week is only going to be an hour because they know everybody's going to be watching Endgame. Yeah. Did you, by the way, did you, um, well, that was actually of Endgame. Let me right, just say a really funny phenomenon. Like you guys know, I, I'm really into live music, right? And mm-hmm. there was this band playing that I really like called Foles and they played three shows in Brooklyn, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I looked on StubHub for ticket prices to see where they're going. $14 for Sunday night. I have never seen concert tickets that cheap. And I am 99% sure it was because it was Game of Thrones preview or premiere night. Oh, Game of Thrones. Right, right, right. And I actually talked to some other people on some boards who were having trouble selling concert tickets that they had that night because everybody was watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, man, that's wild. I I was going to say, yeah, you should look and see what, um, what bands are playing on Thursday. 
Yes. But it's you know coming Thursday. You could probably get it. You probably just walk in for free. Yeah, exactly. You know what's crazy also is in this age of streaming where we all talk about how we don't have time to sit down and watch TV anymore, that Game of Thrones has gotten everybody back in their seats yeah. at for like know, appointment television. Exactly. television. Exactly. It is the only one. Anyway, so Avengers Endgame. The world has changed. All we can do is our best. And sometimes the best that we can do is to start over. Uh, it's happening uh, this week. Apparently, uh, some footage dropped. Did anybody uh, actually, no. anybody in this room get spoiled? No, I all, nope. all I've been doing is sticking to the trailer I saw and all the TV trailers that have been dropping from it. I did not see. I actually thought it was a hoax. It happened when they went um, to Korea, apparently, mm-hmm. um, on their Korean tour. I did not see it. I don't want to see it. I just want to be surprised. Just don't, you guys, people go. out there, It's we're talking about eight days from now. I know. What I'm saying is. Not even six at this point. Because don't, people, just don't do people it, really man. panicked. And look, if what you're saying is. I'm not going to go on the internet again until after I see Avengers Endgame. I don't think you have to, is what I'm saying. Oh. If you want to, that sounds like a great choice. I was going to say, that's probably Taking a good break from you. the internet yeah. for a week yeah. sounds awesome. I think you should just do that in I general. Mean, I, think but it should, I think people should who don't want to be spoiled should take a break on like Thursday and Friday until they get to see it. Here's all I'm saying. To see it the weekend. I actually think it's going to be relatively easy to avoid. I think the one thing that I would recommend people not do, don't. Look, don't go into any Twitch stream yeah. where there's a chat that you could see for even a split second. Because that's, yeah. I, I remember. Or Discord. People, I forget what it was that people uh, had told me about that they got spoiled for. But I distinctly remember, uh, I think maybe, um, but a few hours before I saw The Force Awakens, I had checked on a buddy's Twitch stream and I went in and, the, and immediately looked at the chat to talk with him. And somebody just came in and wrote, Han Solo gets killed. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And then, of course, it did happen, and I was really yeah. mad. That I very rarely does a thing really bother me, but I ju- yeah. literally just got spoiled by at the last second, the eleventh hour, well, and just, I was just, so peeved. Just so everybody knows, I think nationwide the the premiere is Tuesday. So if you really don't want to be spoiled, just stay off of, and you're gonna go see it Thursday, like I am. Stay off of the Twitters on Wednesday. And that's probably better for your mental health anyway. <laughs> Go outside. Enjoy the sunshine. It's spring. Yeah. But before the movie does come out, did you have any final thoughts based on stuff that came out? Any last minute theories that you want to throw out there just in case they're wacky but right? I don't have a, I don't have a theory. I just have a thought. That is, Okoye is not in any of those scenes when they're in their, um, what I consider the quantum realm suits. So... What's she doing? Is she back rebuilding Wakanda? Because she's when they remembered, she got put back on the poster. But she's part of this team, so and it's clear that they're breaking up and well, going given that they directions. said Shuri got uh, snaptured too. So I think Okoye is probably ruling Wakanda at this point. Uh, is my guess. But um, my my big theory is that we're going to see Steve Rogers wield Mjolnir or Stormbreaker or some equivalent thereof. He's going to wield a Asgardian weapon. Yeah, right. That was Utopia. This yeah. we talked about this on uh, on Twenty Two Days of Marvel. And then he's going to croak. That's the other thing. Right, one and done. But I think that's I think that's like everybody's thinking that I uh, think, Chris honestly, Evans is pretty done at this point. I also think Natasha's going to die because we're seeing her too much in the trailers. Mm. I don't know. She's got a movie coming out. Could take place at any point. I, I mean, know. I don't think so. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. But I. Uh, what was it? I said that was my. My weird last Tony's minute not going to die. The Tony won't die, and he's just going to retire. And he will retire specifically because um, this thing that they hinted at, where he said he had a dream that Pepper and him had kids, so he thought that it meant that she was pregnant. And then she said, "No, I'm not." Um, I think that it's going to turn out that or, she is, or is Pepper going to die? No, then he's Pepper's just going to die, and he's going to. No, I think done. he and Pepper are going to have kids. I think he's going to retire and have kids. Because he's also going to have realized that the reason that he's been feeling that way is because he's got epic dad feels for Peter Parker. Yeah. And whatever happens with Peter, he's coming back because he's got a movie coming out. Um, and also he's Peter Parker. Um, I think that that revelation for him is going to, whether or not Pepper's already pregnant, I think he's going to realize that it's, he didn't just have a vision. He wants kids. Oh. And kids that are not vision. Hey. And speaking, speaking of Pepper, I think we're going to get rescue. I think we're going to yeah, see Yeah, absolutely. Rescue. That I think is definitely happening. Um, but yeah, that was my most recent thought when we were, when I rewatched, uh, Infinity War to do 22 Days of Marvel. By the way, 
Listen to 22 Days of Marvel. There you go. What a great segue. Yep. What we're a great all, we're all on one or more episodes, so. Yep. Right, because we yeah. 22 Days of Marvel. Yeah. I was on Everyday Animation with you. Yep. I was on Making the Eight with Jay. With Jackie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the I, way, I yeah, we talked about Game of Thrones. Week. Listen to me. If you want to get sort of caught up and listen to everything and make sure that you sort of have all the information at the ready as you watch the season, listen to Making the Eight. Oh, please listen to that. And don't do like that one guy on YouTube who took a one 48-hour period to watch the every single episode. And I, I don't know if he's How in the hospital or not. Possible? I don't know if he's hospitalized or not, but he's <laughs> but he should not be. doing well. Yeah. Like he like literally streamed himself watching every episode. Wait, aren't there seven seasons of ten episodes each? It's impossible to do. Yeah, that it wasn't forty eight hours, hours but oh, okay. he, he he streamed it. He streamed himself doing it for okay. forty eight hours, and then I guess he continued and then watching. Died. After. Right, I think he's in the hospital, dehydrated. So yes, listen to twenty two days. I mean, making the eight. It's much easier. All right. What? All right. So um. Just based on what we talked about, what do you think won this week? What do you think it was? Uh, Game of Thrones for me, I think. Yeah, I'm going to say Game of Thrones as well. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, obviously, um, a, a strong, strong second place for Luke Skywalker. But uh, <laughs> but otherwise, and, and neither one of us Game have of seen the latest Star Trek. I yeah, that's we'll, why we'll, that's we'll get why around we to it. That's yeah, I wish. I'm that. yeah, I'm behind. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Star Trek. Um, I love you, but uh, yeah, I haven't seen, so I can't speak to it. So yeah, we'll give it to Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, one hour a week. Please let us know what uh, won your week. And as always, uh, we look forward to you uh, subscribing to our podcast if you haven't, you know, and giving a review. It does help. And uh, check out all of the other podcasts in the Sci-Fi Wire family, that being stuff like Making the Eight and Everyday Animation, 22 Days of Marvel, Strong Female Characters, The Phantom Files, uh, Battlestar Galacticast and all the others uh, thank you for listening um, and friends where can people find uh, you online so that people can keep the conversation going they can find me Harima the Blur Girl T-H-E-B-L-E-R-G-G-U-R-L mostly on Twitter and Instagram and they can find me on Instagram at Rock the Faces. and my name is Danny Roth you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Ordinary that is Danny with one N Ordinary also with one N this has been Who Won the Week Thank you for winning our week. We'll see you again next week.